what are we standing up for? The ability, the freedom to do what's right as God defines that right. God's the ultimate author of liberty. We don't want government to stand between us and our freedom to do what is right. Good morning. Mass shootings. What a tragedy in our society today. There's no two ways about it. Seems like um, everyone is saying that the, the issue, the problem is guns, guns, guns. And uh, is that true? Who, who else is there to blame? What should we do about it? Well, good morning and welcome to the Bible Nation podcast. I'm Doug Levesque. Joining me today is Pastor Jason Georges from Emmanuel Baptist Church in Corona, Michigan, and Mr. Tony Nash from AZ Business Solutions in Owasso, Michigan. I call them movers and shakers in the state of Michigan. And guys, thanks for being with us today. We appreciate it. We are here uh, doing a live podcast at Emmanuel Baptist Church on a Sunday morning with a joint Sunday school class. And so there's over 100 people in this uh, Sunday school class. Now, it's amazing. People would say, why are you talking about an issue uh, that is so divisive and so ugly, maybe even political, at church? I mean, shouldn't we have a separation of church and state? And, uh, you know, we, we started the Bible Nation Society for the purpose of applying the Bible to cultural issues. And uh, we think that the best culture is a Bible culture. It's proven and it works. And as we remove the Bible from culture or we remove it from the discussions, uh, then we don't have any alternatives. We don't, we don't get God's say in the, in the matter. And so then sometimes our focus gets narrowed and uh, we blame the wrong people or we come up with the wrong answers. And, uh, and so something like mass shootings is a Sunday school topic. All the cultural issues are Sunday school topics. And so thank you for being in Sunday school today. And um, I know this is an, an, an ugly topic, but it's, we're going to apply the scriptures to it, and we're going we're to really uh, discuss it. And we'd love to have your input. And so those of you here, those of you listening, BibleNation.org, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear what you have to say. All right, guys, what do you think? In the news, one after another, it seems like, day after day, we're having violent crime, but we're also having this phenomena they call mass shootings. And people have really worked at defining the difference between crime, terrorism, what is a mass shooting. I think right now it's, it's pretty much defined as a, um, a single shooting by a single shooter where four people or more are injured or killed. And that's the new kind of definition of, of, a, of a mass shooting. And um, recently we've had one in Buffalo, New York. Tony, you worked, lived and worked in New York for a long time. They have crime issues. Um, I hadn't heard so much about Buffalo, but this was a, it was a racist issue. And then we had one in Texas, uh, Pastor Georges, where you're from, uh, down outside of San Antonio, actually. And last year here in Michigan, Lake Orion. And, and it was not that long ago, so it's, it's, uh, it's fresh and it's tender in Michiganders' minds and hearts as well. And so what do you make of, of this phenomena? Why, why are we having so much of it? Is it because we're just hearing about it more because it's in the press, or what do you think? Well, you, know, you know, sadly, you, you, you kind of set up the podcast this morning, the relevance of this topic, and sadly, we're seeing a hypothesis being proven true. We hypothesized for the last two generations of Bible preachers and Bible believers that if you remove God, you remove Bible, the result is not what you want. Right. And there are going to be these type of things. And of course, the naysayer, the liberal would say, 
No, you're, you're, um, you're crying wolf. That, that's really not going to happen. Uh, and even today, as the very evidence and fruit is in front of us of a godless society left to its own devices, um, there's still not enough proof, evidence to say some, we went wrong somewhere. And what ingredient was removed? Of course, our perspective is the word of God was removed. And that's the ingredient that, that was removed. And now here is the result that not only you would think would happen, is what the Bible says would happen. Yeah, and, and I think, um, you know, whenever this happens, immediately becomes a political decision. And, you know, on TV, the politicians are trying to keep their votes or maintain votes and introduce legislature. There's new legislation that's just passed the federal house that's gonna go to the Senate. It probably won't pass, but we're always then gonna adjust the existing gun laws. I mean, we, we have a lot of guns, but we have a lot of gun laws, and then that becomes an issue again. And, uh, but what happens is after the three-day news cycle, of everyone decrying their particular morality uh, on the issue uh, and, and really crying crocodile tears, we kind of let it go again. Right. And we're back to keeping up with the Kardashians or whatever else. And so the liberals like to point at, say, the NRA or gun advocates or whatever and say, you're cold, you're calloused or whatever. And, uh, and then sometimes they are. Right. And so let's face it, this is an issue. It is a problem. We can't deny that. And we should talk about it. Right. And so, but let's not just jump to false conclusions or cry crocodile tears. Let's apply the Bible and what's the, what's the bigger picture. And I think Pastor Jason just, you know, kind of introduced that yeah. uh, in, into the situation. Tony, during COVID, people were shut down and they were stressed. And so the whole business acumen, education uh, community, everything was stressed and kids were stressed and suicides were up. And um, do you think that this could be a result of kind of that, that COVID cultural reaction and people's you know, stress about the situation? Well, most definitely. I mean, as a father of six, I, and I know amongst the three of us here, there's like 35 kids represented, but uh, as, as fathers, uh, to get that call that your child was, elementary child was killed because of a shooting is just unimaginable and horrific and, uh, you know, an insane person would only do something like that. Uh, so, you know, my heart goes out to those families, and you know, but, but our, our media, our politicians never let a tragedy go to waste, do they? And instead of talking about the victims and what they must be going through and how we can help them, they turn it and try to make it this political issue and make it about something that it's not, and of course that's what we're talking about today. But certainly for me, my perspective is seeing the stress uh, you know, in the business world that, that business owners have undergone over the last two years with all of the lockdowns and the mandates and the restrictions and seeing how adults handled it, the stress that it put on grown adults who are adjusted and business owners who are risk takers by nature and pretty uh, you know, uh, big shoulder people. And so if they're having that difficult of a time handling, I can't imagine what this must be like for children to go through this and be away from their friends and to be isolated from society and to be doing school on a screen and, and just their whole world being flipped upside down. The conversations I've had with my own children of just you know, what this has been like for them, and them having faith in God and knowing that he's in control and, and being pretty adjusted themselves, but knowing the, the, the where it's having on their, their mental health. And kids are certainly experiencing, we, we are in a mental health crisis, and I think much of it is self-inflicted. So I, I would certainly say yes, that this has had a, an impact on that. You know, and so homeowners, you know, families, business owners, churches and schools, they all, they all don't just say, hey, let's just get rid of guns. They're usually saying, hey, we gotta protect ourselves and, and, and let, let's go buy another gun 
you know, and so like guns are the problem, and yet then guns are the solution, you know, for some people. And so, you know, even the the Michigan State Police ha ha has a has a whole uh, school of thought and people set aside to train schools and churches in how to how to do self defense and, and what to do in case of emergencies and things like this. And it almost always involves, you know, who are the gun users, who can who can protect your congregation, because whenever you get a uh, and we'll just say a crazy with a gun, it always takes someone sane with a gun to stop that right. person, most, you know, nine times out of 10. And so, um, you know, that has to be a thought process as well. So we need to have a fair conversation. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we, we use guns to protect our legislated, our elected officials. We use guns to protect people in authority. And then we make schools gun-free zones. And then when something bad happens, we call the people with guns to come help them. It just doesn't make any sense. It is, and, and it is a terrible truth. And it's, so it's, it's hard to confront that at church, but church is a place to confront terrible truths. Truth sometimes uh, hurt. And, and to define problems. So even like you were saying at the beginning here, they've come up with definitions. And yet the Word of God gives us all the definitions. But yet when we abandon the Word of God, uh, we lose our definitions. So the Bible already defines what life is, already defines what murder is, already defines the action capital punishment. It makes these definitions. And where we're going to get defines the right of self-defense and how you ought to go about doing that. But once we get that, now we have to come up with new definitions that never seem to really work. Right, and, and so sometimes people that are most culpable like to, to skirt that you know, as well, and I think we'll get into that. AP News talks about uh, 22 mass shootings, 374 dead. Here's where the guns came from. Now, headlines are always telling, right, on, on what's going on. These 22 mass shootings are actually over the course of like 20 years. And so they just took the big ones and they said 374 dead. And that's a hor horrific number, but it's, it's over uh, the course of decades. And then here's where the guns came from. In other words, the issue is the guns right. and where they've come from. And so, you know, that's fair. It's a terrible truth. But that's kind of where the liberal media, uh, I think, gets their commercials paid. You know, that, I think that's, that's where they get most eyes on because that's something that people on both sides want to talk about because people that hate the gun concept will pay attention to that. And people that love the Second Amendment and love their guns will pay attention to that. And so either way, that's going to be the headline. And I think people need to be discerning about that and say, okay, that's, that's the headline. Let's talk about it. But let's look at the, 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 the terrible truth of you know, the gun, of the shooter, and of the broader issue right. as well. The, the media is a, is a tool of distraction. And, and so, you know, so they make the, they say, no, look at this. Look, put your eyes here. This is the problem. It, as so as to avoid the real problem. Right. What was going on in the heart and soul of this young man's life? What, the, what was he surrounded? All the natural checks and balances of a biblical lifestyle that would offer of home and of church, family, teacher, you know, all those things that would be the natural balances, the, the checks, are you right. doing all right, were devoid and there was, they were broken down and now we get left to this thing and that's the problem. We're going to focus on Yeah, here. there's a bigger, broader, and, and deeper problem. The other thing I want to address was that everybody says this is an American phenomenon. This is an American phenomenon. You hear about that a lot, you know, in comparison. And, um, and they really don't get into the statistics. They just use the phraseology. Now, I would say it is happening in America. That's a terrible truth. Um, because we are a constitutional republic, because we have the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, which includes the Second Amendment, which is the right to keep and bear arms, for everybody, uh, for a, a host of reasons, uh, that becomes the culprit. It's almost like the Second Amendment gets in the, in the, 
in the crosshairs and in the target. And so as soon as something like this happens, um, the president comes out and says, the Second Amendment uh, is not rock solid. It's not something that's this foundational truth. A lot of Americans don't feel that way. Supreme Court justices, uh, politicians of every stripe come out and say, um, you know, we need to add more rules, add more laws. We need to restrict the Second Amendment. It's time to get rid of the Second Amendment, change that or whatever. And, um, and so that's a, that's, a, that's a foundation of our country. And so when something like this happens, they shoot at that particular foundation right. as if guns are the only problem. So I've, I've looked at a number of um, um, things online. Scientific American says they take things from a scientific perspective. And uh, the, there's an article entitled, Six Things to Know About Mass Shootings in America. And they're really looking at the American phenomena. But they said 25 other wealthy nations between 1983 and 2013 also have had this mass shooting phenomena. Notice they said wealthy Western nations, okay? Usually the Western nations have a, a freer press. Now, none have as free a press as the United States. Right. So nothing's gonna happen in the United States that's not accentuated for three days. In the Western press, it's probably gonna get out. In, in what we would call um, you know, Russia, China, you know, totalitarian states, that whatever happens isn't gonna make it to the press. And it certainly isn't gonna get accentuated so we're not gonna have real fair scientific reporting about that. But in other words, it's not just an American phenomenon. It happens in other places uh, as well. However, the US has had 78 mass shootings in 30 years, okay? So that's apparently two a year by that definition of four or more people, not including um, the, the, the shooter. The US has had nearly double the number of mass shootings than all the other 24 countries measured uh, combined. And that's, of course, based upon reporting. Uh, how, how does the police work? Our police are under the gun. They can't hide what's happened. They have to report on what's happened. The press is going to find out what's happened. So just to use these statistics is not altogether accurate or fair because we don't know what happens uh, you know, everywhere else. And sometimes it happens in Japan. It happens in China. It happens in Southeast Asia. But it's happening with a knife you know, in a school. It's happening in other places. And they don't really measure that um, here. And so it's, then it's a matter of, of the person and it's a matter of the weapon, even though it's not um, a gun. And uh, so, so basically when you have scientific facts like this and they measure gun ownership in these 25 other nations as uh, less than 10%, like it, it doesn't reach 10% in any of the Western nations. So the United States looks at that and says, you guys are sissies. Right. <laughs> right? Like you guys, don't, you guys don't have that. Whereas in the United States, it's almost 80% of people have gun ownership. So the rest of the huzzah. world doesn't, they don't, yeah. And we say huzzah to that. They don't really understand that. So there is an Amer American esprit de corps. The Second Amendment is something that, that, that has us. Is this the reason that we're having mass shootings? Too many guns, we have mass shootings. Let's do what the other nations do. Well, that means let's be socialist nations. Let's give up our constitutional republic. Let's throw out some of the amendments. And that's really, that's really what leftist politicians, and in some cases, so-called rightist politicians are saying, yeah, it's time to do that. Because when this happens, we have 19 innocent children killed, they're taking advantage of that um, to undermine, really, American sovereignty and, and American identity and institutions in that, you know, blaming it particularly on the guns. And so, if you just listen to the news, it's gonna be very skewed. You know, all the facts, and it's gonna be called scientific, etc. for sure. Yeah, uh, NPR, National Public Radio, it's 21 weeks into the year and America has already seen 213 mass shootings. Now, you get into it and they say, well, that's not altogether right, uh, you know, in their article. 
um, because some of that's gang violence, some of it's what they call fat, uh, fratricide, which is people like just attacking their families. Um, in, fact, in fact, that's the greater percentage of, of what those things are. So violence is a problem, and oftentimes guns are the problem, but guns are not uh, used more than hands, hammers, knives, cars, and everything else in violence. And so I think, I think if we're going to be fair, let's include you know, all the statistics. Well, isn't that amazing, too, how the, the headline by itself is yeah. so provocative? And, right. and I, I read a statistic recently that 85% of people only read the headline. And right. so they see that, and they think, right. oh, my goodness, 213 mass shootings in 21 weeks. Wow. Yeah. And so it, they've, they've, they've not just reported a story, but now they're trying to control how you think about the story. Right. And gotcha what you, journalism exactly. or whatever. And sometimes a good journalist will have a good article with a lot of good facts if you'll read it and digest it. Sure. Um, they try to interview both sides and, and talk about who to blame, et cetera. In fact, you know, most of the articles will talk about a lot of what we're talking about, but that's not in the headline. The headline is, is a gotcha thing. New York Times, far left. Why does the U.S. have so many mass shootings? Research is clear. Guns. So they're acting definitive um, you know, on, the, on, on the research. And so um, here is the Rockefeller Institute of Government um, from New York State University. Can mass shootings, can mass shootings be stopped? Uh, to address the problem, we, we uh, must better understand the phenomena. This was written in July of last year. And um, you know, there's 20 pages in, in the thing. You read the whole report. And I think they're fair. I mean, I think in, in the whole report, they're, they're, they're fair because they're really addressing it as not just who's to blame, but how do we stop it? And so they're looking at the whole uh, scope of issues. And there's some great statistics there. Um, public mass shootings have been increasing in frequency since 1966. I want to ask the crowd, hmm, 1966, uh, what is that? Hmm, sexual revolution. So we started to change identity and absolutes in 1966. And so you have an increase of violence. That's exactly what the Bible says. The Bible talks about the pride of Sodom. We're here in June of 2022 in Pride Month, right? With a rainbow flag, putting it in God's face, right? And that pride, the, the next time it's referenced, it becomes the violence of Sodom. And, and, um, and so they, they, um, uh, the pride goes to violence. And so when our, when our society starts to, started the sexual revolution, we had this increase in, in insane um, violence. And boy, I tell you what, that, that article is online and it is fantastic. Um, here's some myths. Mass shootings are only perpetrated by white men. Reality, though mass shooters are most commonly, but not exclusively male, only about half are white. So it's not, a, it's not really a white issue. It's not really a white-black issue. It is an identity. It is a morality a mental health issue, um, but it's, it's not like mental health is inherent either. The Bible talks about um, the mind and, how, and, where, it, and where it can go. Um, myth, mass, mass shootings only happen in the United States. Reality, mass shootings occur in countries worldwide, including on six of the seven co continents. Myth, mass shootings are always carried out with assault rifles, right? That's the, that's the target. Uh, reality, handguns are nearly three times more likely to be used in mass shootings than rifles. So it's not really a rifle phenomena, it, it's, a, it's more of a pistol phenomena, and it's other things there. Uh, the Economist magazine has a, a, a YouTube video published in 2018 and said there's 30,000 gun deaths in the United States per year. Okay, that's atrocious, right? But they're not all innocent children at school. The fact of the matter is over 60% are suicide, which means 20,000 of those are suicide. 
So now we're talking about the real issue. We're talking about people coming to the end of themselves, their identity, hope, etc. And um, more, suicide, more suicides occur without guns than with guns. So that really says we have a, we have a suicide problem. Right. Most of these mass shootings are ending in suicide by cop or suicide by, by self. Only 0.2% uh, are really this mass shooting, this definition of four people or more. So it's a terrible truth, it's a horrible thing. It is happening in the United States, but it happens everywhere else. The statistics are usually skewed when we hear them. And like Pastor Jason said, the issue is more, we started turning our back on God, lifted up with pride, falling into violence, losing identity, and now we're self-generating these things in the United States probably as much if not more than everybody else. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not a gun issue, it's a human issue. Right. You wonder as we're reading through those headlines and statistics, how would Cain's uh, murder of Abel been reported? Uh, what, what would have been the focal point? What would have been, uh, but, but rather, you know, but uh, Van Rocks. I was just, I actually went there to make sure, it doesn't say rock. It says it slew him, but I was, I, I, was about to, rock, yeah. I was about to say rock. I said, but then we got to be biblical. Yeah. And I was like, I, I didn't say that. Well, so. in, the new, in the new funky version, we should publish that and yeah, we right. should put uh, AR-15 right. in there right. for that. There you yeah. go. Now, the, the, the new, the new right. NRA translation. Right. <laughs> the NRA translation. Uh, but no, so, so it's a hum, human problem, which is ultimately a sin problem. And a sin problem is rebellion against God. And so that's, you know, Cain, the first murder. Uh, is, is what, what was it? He rebelled against God. Before he ever murdered Abel, he walked away from God. He, he, did, he got outside of God's definitions. Right. We want to continue right. to use that term. He was skewed by satanic definitions, right. right? Because I'm right with God. I'm doing the God thing my way. My way. You know, and the devil said what? Uh, Hath God said, ye shall not die, ye shall be as gods. Right. That's satanic doctrine. And that doesn't just exist in a witch's coven. That exists in a lot of churches. That exists in secular humanist education and the temples that we call public schools uh, today. It's, it's satanic in its nature. And so we're, we're breeding this, we're, we're, we're making this. And of course it doesn't all end in this mass shooting uh, phenomena, but if we're gonna be fair and say that, well, a gun is, is part of the issue, and I, I would say, okay, let's talk about guns in that regard. Um, we also have to talk about what's the core, what's the, what's the root, because if we're gonna really fix it, then we have to identify you know, what the issue is there as well. Uh, what is the purpose of a gun? There's a lot of articles out there on the purpose of a gun. And, and most people are saying the purpose of a gun, like any other weapon, is to show self-defense, is to show strength, is to not be attacked. That's the purpose of a gun. It is a tool or a weapon that throws a projectile. I mean, that's the basic thing. And its purpose is defensive or to put off any idea of attack. And so, but it can be misused like any other tool. We've got mass killings with cars, and that's an increased phenomena, and that's happening around the world. We've got an uh, increased phenomena with uh, bombs, with poisons, with guns, trying to be done in, in mass ways. And, um, and so if you really look at the problem, you can go down to this root problem of, of sin and identity and, and not getting uh, dealt with. And so I would say, let's talk about guns. You know, because as technology increases, gun technology increases, and they become even more dangerous. Let's talk about guns, but let's not throw out the Second Amendment. That's, that's a sacred thing. Let's leave that alone, and then let's talk about but, guns separately. But why is it a sacred thing? And I think and that's, that's the, the, the little bit of the, of the 
you know, the disconnect that someone might say, well, you're, you're making this about guns, but, but it's what that gun represents. It's the tool, the instrument that, that it was designed uh, for and this inherent idea of a right of self-defense. And so you, as you deconstruct this, you first begin, you have to get all the way down to the simple that God is the giver and taker of life. So life originates with God. He begins, and he's the only one that can take life. That's why we don't even, uh, that, that's what we ought to believe that his grace is sufficient. So we don't, even in the pain and agony of suffering of disease, we don't take our own lives to end that. Right. We leave it up to God. It's not get, for us to take. It's not ourselves. for us to take. It's, so then when someone threatens to take it, or, or when someone takes it outside of God's will, that we call that murder, right? right? And then the, the, the Bible prescribes capital punishment for that. that it, 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 and the institution of government is to protect and execute that. But then inherent then in the Bible is you have the right to protect the sacred property that God gave you. And one of those sacred properties is your life. Life. Right, so if someone were to threaten your life, you really, that's not yours to take, only God can take it. And so I can protect myself in such a way to stop you from taking what only God can take because I'm yielded to God. And so that's the underlying principle. So when we're, we're throwing out abortion, and the youth in schools are, are getting it. And we're throwing out, we're putting out euthanasia and we're throwing out identity is not sure. And we're throwing that all into the mix. Then if someone is in crisis, they feel like they can go to this aspect. Another thing, and, and Tony, I wanted you to talk about is the power of social media. Because social media can take some, some maybe young girl and make her promises, kind of find the girls that are, you know, fit a profile and then summon them to some false idea or lie, and then all of a sudden they're in sex trafficking and sex, and sex slavery. They weren't intended to do that. That's not what they were promised, and yet they were manipulated into that. And I think that happens to young boys in regards of violence as well, that social media, maybe video games, um, can take someone that doesn't have a foundation for the sacredness of life or, or whatever and, and turn them into something. So you and I have sons. What do you think about that? Well, I would say, you know, you know, because of my work, we're in social media every day. It is a cesspool. It is, social media has not made our society better in any way, shape, or form. I would say if you're listening, parents, and you have children in your home, do not let them have social media, period. No Facebook, no Instagram, certainly not TikTok, Snapchat, all of those, because of what is, you as parents, if you have it at all, you should know the addictive nature of it. But Beyond that, I mean, even this, this most recent shooting, you know, there were things being posted on social media about this kid's mental state and what he was going through. He posted on social he, media. He was posting. Social media provided him the platform for notoriety. Most of them even go back to 1966 before social media. There's these manifestos. Yeah. There's these logs and these diaries and these letters to certain peoples or whatever. And there is behaviors. What they were now calling red flag laws is trying to determine who these people are so as not to give them a gun. I mean, that's almost impossible, but it seems like social media can shut me off right. when they want to, well, but they can't find, they you know, find they it. can make it a logarithm to find a white Christian male, right, who has opinions that are opposite, you know, theirs, but they, they don't seem to kind of stop someone else's free speech. Or what's the fact checker there? Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, and here's what kids and, and even young, young adults and some older adults are dealing with is 
people are wrapping their entire identity up in their social media profile, how many likes they get, how many views they get. If they post something about themselves and it didn't get the likes or the, or the attention or the engagement, they look at that as a sense of they have no worth, they have no value. and so They're adjusting their identity. Exactly, and so they're trying to become this thing that people will like and it's not real and it's fake and it's causing all sorts of mental problems with youth and like I said, even adults. And so, you know, I just think it's no place for young people and it's really not a great place for anybody, right. um, but certainly be, proceed with caution, proceed with caution. Well, who, who is to blame? Mental illness, guns, parents, the second amendment, uh, gun manufacturer, gun sales, violent media, politicians, social media, education, God. There, there's a lot of blame uh, that goes out. And I want to I talk about some blame today as well. Because there's enough blame to go around. Where was that kid's parents? Right. You know, why are all these kids so turned off by school? They're going back to the schools that they were part of. They're targeting students and teachers that, that they were a part of. Let's, let's say that's part of the phenomena. That's not the gun's fault. That's, there's something else going on there. And um, you know, as, a, as a proponent of religious liberty and educational liberty, parental rights, uh, I wanna say the reason that we talk about that so much and we're there is because that uh, public uh, universities, public schools have really turned against religion, Christianity, uh, even though the Constitution, even the Michigan State Constitution, when they talk about education, talk about the freedom of religious education and its necessity, right? And yet they've removed that with some new kind of moral value that is devoid of, of, of God or morals, and they've replaced it with what we call secular humanism. And that's really what, what Satan talked about. Hath God said, let's not listen to anything the Bible says, you shall not die, there's no consequences to sin, right? Because the consequence of sin is death. And uh, ye shall be as gods. You're gonna solve your own problems. You just gotta you know, take you know, the, the you know, survival of the fittest. And some of these kids don't fit that definition of survival of the fittest. They're down getting repressed or whatever, and the only way they feel like can defend themselves is, uh, is through violence. And so uh, secular, secular humanism uh, has been recognized by the Supreme Court as a religion. It's been, it's been defended uh, as a religion, and their proponents, half of them say, yeah, we're a religion, and half of them say, you know, we want the rights of religion, half of them say, no, we're, we're not a religion. Even though, if you just go do a, um, you know, the, the slightest study of secular humanism, where it started, um, it started out of a different idea of where did man come from, evolution, and then a leaning on so-called science, and then um, their original organizations were started by people that called themselves the Church of whatever, and organize themselves in a religious fashion. And that's where most educators and scientists and globalists and government institutions and media organizations, that's where they're at today. And most of our schools are propagating secular humanism, which, which I just showed is more of a satanic ideal than it is a godly ideal. And so when we put our kids there, we're not saying, well, just we wanna educate you and keep religion out of the mix. No, we're educating them in a different religion. In, in a satanically inspired religion. So who's to blame? Parents, guns, I mean, there's enough blame to go around, but society has thrown God out of schools, right? Kicked out rid of the prayer, get rid of the Ten Commandments, no more Bible classes. And I think the last public school Bible classes were like in 1955. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this phenomenon starts in 1966. Yeah. And so if we're, gonna, if we're gonna look at solving the problem, we have to look at who I think the culprit is, secular humanism. Yeah. 
Secular humanism is what's producing in this kid this, this option, this reaction that they think is okay and that is happening over and over again and that more or less is coming from you know, all the institutions but public education is one of the common denominators because that's where half of these things are taking place. Yeah, the, the norms of civil society, the, the things that, 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 that young people have been normally, the, the boundaries are, have been erased and evaded and then their consequences have been weakened. And so in other words, to, to a generation, uh, life and death is nothing more than dying in the video game and respawning again somewhere else. Uh, continual, perpetually, and yet real life is not that way. Reality, defined by God's definitions, does not act that way. Right. That, does not, that's not the reality of that. Mm -hmm. And so to devalue life, it, to, for a human being to be so um, corrupted mm -hmm. that they would look at the life of a child with no value, mm -hmm. no value, regardless of the hurt and pain, whatever they're going through, and to be able to take that mm -hmm. child's life in cold blood, mm -hmm. I mean, what... what what kind of society produces that? Right. And, and for government, society, and particularly leftists in government, let's just face it, to take the three-day news cycle and try to turn it into some political legislation, I think is not tender, it's callous. Yeah. Because they're not looking at the real issue. And, and for Christians to not talk about it, not make it a Sunday school issue, is irresponsible. Mm -hmm. Because the, the responsibility falls on the onus of society trying to get rid of God and replacing with it a satanic, a satanically inspired ideal, which is religious. Washington Post, atheists and secular humanists are protected by the First Amendment, regardless of whether their belief systems are religious or not. The reason it says that is because they can't agree whether or not they're, some of them are religious about it and some of them are not. And, um, and so I think the, the purpose, as we bring this down to a close in our conversation today, is, is to say guns might be part of the overall circle of what to do with them, but there's a bigger onus here, and it's, and it's a phenomena that's started back in the garden uh, with uh, Cain and Abel. Um, but it's something that started to blossom in 1966 as we have, were sophisticated and got rid of God in education and in schools and started to raise up this new generation where generation after generation, secular humanism has been put into to, to minds. And this is the fruit of that. This is the ugly fruit uh, of that. Parents are being practitioners, schools are the temples, and they're going back to the temple and they're sacrificing children as sacrifices in this horrible, satanic cult uh, of what's going on. So that's coming from a Baptist preacher at the Bible Nation Society. Um, but the summary is this. There is no more or less access to guns today than there was in 1789 when the Second Amendment was put forth. There is, however, more evil in the media. The scope is greater in depravity, frequency, and intensity. This messaging has conquered government, education, medicine, and even religion. Children are growing up with wrong identity or no identity. When pressed, secular religion is not enough to hold back anger and depravity. Thus, the increase in mass shootings is more in the lack of a moral compass in modern society than it is to blame on the Second Amendment. And so, why is identity broken? Evolution, from monkeys, uh, not God. Education, remove pair in the Ten Commandments. Sexual revolution, no consequences. Divorce, roles and relationships are broken. Uh, abortion, life is uh, not defined, ill-defined, or not sacred. LGBTQ, gay, my, gay marriage and rights, you decide you know, what you're going to be and how you're going to act. 
transgenderism. Even in our own town here in Corona, Michigan, kids can now go to Corona High School and pick which bathroom they want to outside of the transgender issue. So uh, they say they want one thing, but they really want something else. They want our kids. They want our minds. And it's not one particular person. It's the devil uh, in society. And churches have to step up and talk about this. And they have to educate um, their people about this. Music, media, movies, and the Internet are fostering fantasies and imagination. And yet the Scripture says casting down uh, these imaginations. Pornography is unrealistic and brings about dissatisfaction uh, and hopelessness in a lot of young people. And then social media, of course, with all the complaining and bad ideas, can uh, stimulate violence in someone that maybe is broken and, and, and prone to it. I'm going to give you guys last word today. Well, you know, you say it, we say it, we say it every episode. The best culture is a Bible culture. And certainly our culture is not surrounded in biblical principles as it once was. President Biden came out this week and called for a ban on assault weapons. Let's make laws so that this never happens again. And, and just practically speaking, that just doesn't make sense. Murder is already against the law, and yet people find a way to do it. And so making a law is not the core of the issue. The only hope for America is Jesus. We need to put God back in his proper place. The Bible says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Amen. So until our God is the Lord of this nation, we're not going to solve this issue. Yeah, the, the answer is not a policy. It's a person. And so the, the true work of the, of the New Testament church is to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, to Amen. preach the person uh, of Jesus. And so the ultimate, um, while we are formulating policy and we're pushing policy, it's still being the salt of the earth. And what's going to transform that young person is being introduced to Jesus who will change his life and all the shortcomings of society can be met and be satisfied in a relationship with Jesus Christ. If, yes. if, if these particular broken teenagers, this happened recently, if they would have had a different moral outlook, a different moral right. upbringing, if they would have had an identity that gave them hope or something to stand on, if they could have reached out to more than just social media, if they would have had from, from birth, the sacredness of life and the, even the proper use of a gun, et cetera, et cetera, you know, then we would have had you know, a, a different uh, ending, a different response to maybe their problems. And um, there's always going to be sin and violence in the world until Jesus comes. May he come quickly. Amen? Amen. Well, congregation, I hope this has been a helpful Sunday school lesson for you. Um, I don't think you're going to hear these things on CNN, Fox, or ABC, or any other news uh, outlet. And so keep your nose in the book and stay in Sunday school. For the rest of you, make sure you tune in to BibleNation.org. We want to hear from you on this issue of mass shootings. Remember, the best culture is a Bible culture. It's proven and it works. Thank you.